Hi, this is Anne-Marie Fox and you're listening to my podcast On Your Terms, where I talk to people from all walks of life who have made amazing changes in their careers to live life on their own terms. I'll be giving away loads of career advice, including self-branding, interviews, CV tips along the way. If you enjoy listening to these amazing stories, please subscribe for free to my podcast. Hi, uh, this is Amory Fox, and you're very welcome to my podcast on your terms. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to my first guest, the beautiful Siobhan Coyne. Hi, Siobhan, how are you? Hi, Amory. Great, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be your first guest. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, Siobhan, I'm not sure if I told you, but I, um, I've been thinking about doing this podcast for quite a while. Um, and I sort of stumbled across your story and it really resonated with me, um, not only from my own story, but other people I talked to have a very similar sort of situation. So I really wanted you to be my first guest because uh, you wow, helped me decide amazing. to do the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm your inspiration. That's exactly. amazing. <laughs> um, your, your story is so typical of so many people and I just love your story and I'm really excited to share um, your journey of how you know, the steps oh, you've taken you. to live life on your terms. So, yeah, great. Good. Um, so I suppose, first of all, Siobhan, maybe just tell me who is Siobhan Coyne and, and what your company, what, what you're doing right now. Okay, so I, uh, what I'm doing right now is, um, is I'm doing two things, really. So I'm, uh, I set up my own photography business, Siobhan Coyne Photography, Brilliant. last year. Um, and I also have a small uh, accountancy business as well, which is called Coin Consultancy and Taxation. So I do wow, both brilliant. and I'm a mom to Liam. So I do, <laughs> I do all those things. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that, yeah. So I kind of, kind of compartmentalize a bit and do, you know, some days I'm doing accountancy where I know I have to. And then most of the other days, then I'm kind of drawn to more the photography because I suppose that's where, that's where my heart is, you know. Love so that's, it. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And having your little baby as well. So that's super. That's fantastic. Yeah. I suppose he kind of, he kind of helped inspire the change really. So I suppose it's down to him that I, I owe him a big thank you in years to come, you know, because it's, it's him that kind of helped give me the push that I needed. Yeah. So I know it sounds a bit cliche at times, you know, this say like, you know, you have a baby and then suddenly, you know, things change for you and, you know, you kind of see things in a different light, but it's actually really true. You know, that it is it's a so job true. that I, I love that. maybe leaving long before that things became clearer the 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 stuff that you feared maybe before him didn't didn't seem so significant since he was born do you know and That's so amazing it just yeah, yeah so brilliant yeah, I'll, brilliant. Have to, I'll have to i'll have to give him a big thanks and use them. oh you will definitely um i'd like to bring you back a little bit siobhan and just can you remember mm -hmm. sort of like in national school when you were young what did you want to be when you grew up Oh yeah, so not, not, none of the above. I wanted to be a PE, a PE teacher. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah, because I was big. I was big into sports, and uh, and I was really good at it. I was a good kind of athlete. So um, and see, we grew up in England. So um, okay. I was born in England, and I lived in England till I was four. We, till I was fourteen. So in England, then the PE system was was amazing, and we had these two really amazing PE teachers. Uh, one of whom was actually Irish, but they were. They were just so uh, lovely and inspiring, and the P was such a such a um, um, a real subject. You know that like you had the written form, and then you had we had so many different, okay. I suppose, swimming, lacrosse, netball, basketball, 
sprinting, everything in the school. So that's what I wanted to be. And then uh, I, I still, when I was doing my leaving set, it was still my first choice, but I didn't get it in UL because okay. the points were really high for PE. So then I, uh, my second choice then was kind of uh, accountancy or commerce. And that's what I got. And, okay. and I was good at maths or I, I suppose I was good at accountancy. I actually have, I have a, a photographic memory for numbers. Fantastic. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's kind of where that came about. And so then um, I just decided to do accountancy and, and okay. kind of stuck with it then. Yeah. So, but yeah, far from so, key. <laughs> so, yeah. So you ended up going down the accountancy route and was that your career then um, up until you career. made the change? That was my career. Yeah. So then I, um, I uh, obviously went to college, did four years accountancy in GMIT, and then I did my ACCA exams, okay. um, and I trained with the firm that I, I was still in, so I was about 16 and a bit years there. Um, so I went Fantastic. from training accountant to kind of manager in the firm, and then so I was in charge then of like hiring and recruiting everyone and building the team and stuff. Um, so yeah, so that's what I was doing up until... Up until Liam. <laughs> yeah. Up until Liam. So would you say um, you were working there for, as you said, 16 years? Um, you know, did you enjoy working there or what? Was it having Liam that made the change or was there any other reason that you decided to make a yeah, change? Yes, so I did, I did enjoy it. I mean, I did like my job. I mean, there were certain aspects of it that I liked. Um, there were times like it was... It was bordering on maybe being a toxic work environment at times. I won't really go into that, but um, that's fine. That's uh, normal. But, um, and but I did I did work with a great group of girls who were just they just made the day so easy, and um, so we all kind of kept each other going, you know. Wow. And so then um, I knew then I suppose going on maternity that things would be different, um, and I suppose they felt it as well. So. We all kind of ended up leaving, as it were, the, around the same time. So, um, and everyone has everyone has moved up. We're all still in touch, but everyone has actually moved on and is in a much happier place. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, um, but like there was a few times in the past where I did think about leaving, but the, uh, the fears, the normal fears that people would have, you know, about mostly, to be honest, mostly about paying the mortgage was the one yes. thing that always held me back okay. and would, would I get it would I get another job to match my salary would I would I do this and so that was the biggest fear that always held me back and it always kept me there you know okay. so um and then and I, I suppose I had because I was the manager I had a lot of flexibility and I had you know um I had reached a stage where I was comfortable going in and I had you know I didn't have anyone really looking over my shoulder as such so uh, I enjoyed that aspect mm. of it. And then I was thinking if I go to work for another accountancy firm, I'm going to be kind of just somebody in the food chain again, just doing the normal, yeah. you know, and feeding my work to somebody else. And so I didn't really want that either, but yes. I didn't really know what I wanted as such until after Liam was born, then I knew I didn't want to go back there. Um, and, but I did, I still didn't see, I, I actually remember I was still looking up, I was looking up the Galway Advertiser, looking up jobs. While Were you I was looking up, up accountancy jobs? I was looking up accountancy jobs. I was looking up office jobs. I was okay. looking up marketing. I was looking up um, uh, something even in sales. I just was kind of like trying to look at something different, you know? And then obviously I was looking up photography jobs, but there aren't really any photography jobs unless you want to be and you know an assistant or something which yeah. doesn't for free <laughs> you and know, where or did, whatever. Um, so, 
but the photography was that some a passion you'd always had or you know when you say you were looking up yeah, for so, photography yeah. jobs so um the photographer i can kind of go back to maybe say when i was 23 i, I traveled around australia new zealand and the world and lovely that's when i remember being really into the photography like okay. i would spend all my time all my free time I would spend walking around the cities, uh, taking pictures, and I had a lovely 35 millimeter camera with me. And then I would, I would spend my wages Amazing. on having, getting all, all the photos developed. I remember this little place down in Sydney Harbour, and they would develop all my pictures. And then I, I started buying albums and putting them all into oh albums goodness. while okay. I was on like the around the world trip, which was crazy because I came home with about a suitcase full of heavy, heavy photo albums oh, that wow. I should have just waited until I came home. But it brought me so much joy. Okay. Uh, to to kind of do that and uh and I think like even um looking back say from older pictures like my mom and dad took a lot of photos of us when we were little like fo there's photos everywhere and I think okay. I think even growing up with that photos were always in our house and yeah. I definitely think that that kind of resonated with me because it had to have come from somewhere you know and mom actually still has gave me an old camera that she took photos of me on when she was lit when I was little Oh. And I actually have it now in my in my press in my studio. I love that. It's like an antique, yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's where it probably came from. But then okay. I suppose with the accountancy, the creative side then probably kind of really got pushed to the side for a long time. And I suppose I didn't channel anything creative mm. whatsoever. I was just the career woman doing the you know the, the accountancy thing, and I was kind of like the academic in the family, as it were. Because my other two sisters are creative, you know, Fiona's a makeup artist and Katrina's now a fashion designer. Yes. And yeah. so, uh, but I was the academic one, I was the accountant. And so, and I, I, and I wore that hat for a long time, but I, I let go of the creative side completely, you know, okay. until a few years ago, I started doing some photography courses in around 2014, just to, it was a way of actually channeling kind of the stress of the job and kind of think, get an outlet, you know, because my job yeah. was quite stressful to get, to get a hobby back that took, took away the, 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 the stress of your job that you could leave it at the door, basically. That's and fantastic. Have yeah. something to kind of channel your energy and focus on something different, you know, and so that's, that's when I started. And I love the, um, the fact that you said you, you went back to it as a hobby. So yeah, at, at this stage, yeah. you were still very much using it as a hobby and an outlet. Oh, yeah. And Not, it became an expensive hobby yeah. for a time because I kept upgrading the camera. Yeah. And then I was like, what are you going to, you just got to keep, you know, buying all this equipment, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then, but it was, it was when Luke was born, then my, my, my sister's boy, he was born in 2016. And yes. I just, I just really developed a love then for photographing children and kind of families and wow brilliant and just I became like the family photographer you know okay and, then, uh, and again it still did it I always wish it was a wish of mine I wish I could do this for a living but I just never I never I never visualized that it would actually come true you know while I was still working and but it was still giving me joy because I was doing it and I was people were yeah. seeing my photos even be hanging on the wall in Fiona's house or whatever but that alone was kind of feeding something in my soul that it was like, you know, uh, it was doing something for me. It was you know, giving you what you needed at that time. 
totally. Yeah. yeah. And was yeah. there a sort of like a light bulb moment where you realized, you know, I can do this for a living. This is what I want to do for a living and that the fear went away or how did that process start happening for yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, actually. The, um, so, so after Liam was born, so Liam was born on November 18. So in, uh, what month was it? April, 2019. I went to uh, Bio. I don't know if you oh, are you aware yeah, of the Bio yeah. days. Yeah, the exactly. They're do. fantastic. And, uh, yeah. My friend Sheila Shogo is a speaker there. So we went. Uh, me and uh, a few friends went to the day, and um, it started with a, a, a motivational speaker, a guy called Jerry Duffy. Yeah, and he spoke about. He was great, and he spoke about. Um, he got you to do a task where you had to write down things that you may have achieved or accomplished in your life or overcome even if they were like, uh, you know, a big, a big thing or like an obstacle or, or something, something serious happened to you. And you had to list everything, good and bad kind of thing. And then he asked that you to give them a difficulty rating of one to 10 okay. to, of how difficult they were to achieve or overcome. And then he got you to do a few other exercises, one of which then was to visualize a goal that you have or a dream. Um, and, and bring that into focus and write it down. And oh, wow. then he said, attach a difficulty rating to that. So uh, I had obviously to start a photography business then. And my difficulty rating was three because I knew, I suppose I could start a business because that was my background. I knew I could do business. I yeah. knew I could take photos. So, and then he said, go back now to your previous list and I guarantee you there's a number higher than, your than the difficulty of your current goal. And he said, that is proof that you have what it takes to do it. And oh, it was like, wow. I actually have goosebumps again. It was oh, like yeah, a goosebump moment. Yeah. And so oh, it just wow. was like, oh my God, totally, you know. And then later in the day then, Sheila spoke and Sheila did a guided meditation, um, which was amazing. And she asks she um everyone is in the room has closed their eyes and you're to imagine uh, yourself in years to come as an 80 year old woman okay. and you're looking back on your life and wow. um what would she say to the girl or the woman that's sitting here in this room today and you know would she tell you to kind of stay on the path would she tell you to go for it would she tell you to you know do this or that or you know um live more, you know, tell the people you love more, travel more, you know, it's never really Amazing. work more or whatever. So, yeah. um, and the tears were streaming down all our faces and everyone in the room really. And it was just like, oh yeah, it was just, it was literally like that, as you said, a light bulb moment. Fantastic. Just, and I came home and I said to Enda, I have to leave. I'm handing my notice. That's it. Like it was as that, it was, it was that clear. After, wow after. And, yeah. and did you feel the fear was just lifted from you or it was like wow. it was like the, the fear was so gone it was like I have to do this this isn't even should I do this now this is like I have to do this you know and that's amazing yeah yeah like when you so, went to that that day when you were going there did you feel that you might be coming away with something as strong as this I know I know from, from, say, Sheila, because um, she would speak about the days, uh, but she wouldn't really tell, like, obviously people have their own stories of the day mm. and she would never really share them. But I know she always says it's a very powerful day and things yeah. come up for different people. But I wasn't expecting, I, I was probably expecting maybe something like that, but uh, to do with my work, uh, purely because that was probably the only thing in my life that was 
that wasn't sitting right for me. Do you know, everything else yes. was great, like my family life and whatever, and everyone was happy and healthy. So it was just the work part. But I didn't know if, whether the day would unfold that I would get a chance to maybe delve into that, you know, because you just don't yes. know what the speakers are going yeah. to talk about. So I just went in with a very open mind. And actually, to be honest, it was my first day away <laughs> from Liam as a mom. So it was more yeah. just having a day out with the girls. I wasn't really expecting to have such wow. a profound kind of experience but as did as did kind of everyone that day I love that. you know? that's fantastic so, uh, yeah yeah wow so yeah. that that was your your specific moment to make the change oh totally yeah yeah, yeah. and as I said I said about kind of from there then I, I said about actually kind of putting putting the wheels in motion I still had to I had to get the timing right to hand in my notice but I, I still started like um my friend is a graphic designer. So I started, I got in touch with him to design my logo and things like that. And all those things started from there just to wow. like, Brilliant. Um, you know, just to kind of even make it tangible and go, no, this, you're going to do this. This is real, you know? So I can actually uh, yeah. even see the excitement in your face right now. So obviously yeah. you're still reliving <laughs> that moment, which is super. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Actually, it's a lovely story to tell actually, because, uh, oh, it uh, is. and actually it's funny because I posted that on my Instagram page back in January and I met a girl then at Bio and she says um she says your your put your your story actually inspired me to come here to because I went to Bio again in um January Fantastic. this year and she said your story actually inspired me to come and I was oh. like wow amazing you know? amazing so, that's yeah. brilliant I love yeah. it yeah 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 no it is it's fantastic and just I suppose now that where you are now like is looking back would you have changed anything quicker or you know is there anything you would tell yourself to have done differently if you could? I suppose change anything, probably not. Like, I mean, I do, I, I always believe, like I always say like that everything happens for a reason. I, and I believe it like that, yeah. you know, say if I had, if I had maybe started to look for another job or, or, or left work years ago, I wouldn't have met say the girls that are in my life now. And oh, one of the lovely. girls, Rebecca is, is still, is my, one of my best friends, you know? Nice. And I mean, I, I was meant to meet her. That's, yeah. that's just the way the universe transpires, you know? But, um, so I do feel that the timing probably wouldn't have been as right for me. Had I done this earlier, maybe I wouldn't have been as committed or, um, you know, looking for an easier fix. As for, because I suppose I had Liam, I knew that it wasn't going to happen overnight. Like I was still a, a mom at home with a little yeah. boy, you know, and yeah. he was about seven, seven or eight months old at the time. So it was kind of slow and steady. Yeah. So, um, but I suppose what I would say maybe is, uh, I suppose sometimes when you start talking about it out loud and you get excited, that when you open your ideas up to other people, or maybe like, I'm going to leave my job and things like that. Yeah. People will try to talk you out of it. I know? agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. So, I, you know, that's, that's something to kind of be mindful of is like, you know, maybe like, you know, in your gut, kind of, you, you know yourself, like if you're... What's the right to, thing to do? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I think you can, it's nice to, it's nice to ask people for advice, but sometimes, you know, like people are like, oh my God, you can't leave a good job. And, you know, yeah. and you know, it's kind of maybe our, um, our generation that you get a good job, you stick to it, do you know? Yeah, as yeah for, absolutely. As for, I know younger generations now, they wouldn't be like that. They, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have that fear of yeah. actually uh, leaving a job if it didn't sit right for them. You yeah, know, they would just yeah. Go, I'm, done, I'm done here. No one's going to stay in a job for 16 years. I know. If they don't and like you're it. right. It's a generational thing. It's definitely yeah. changing. 
yeah, yeah for sure 100 yeah. percent. yeah okay yeah no that's brilliant and um over the course i suppose of you know the last number of years was there any books that you felt were really really good that helped you um in any of these sort of decisions that you had to make um yeah well i suppose uh so there was a couple of books that I started reading long before I left the work uh, and long before I even had Liam, when I was trying to decide, you know, to, what to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of them was a, a book called The 10% Entrepreneur, which is basically, and this okay. is what I was probably going to do, was it talks about how to, how to uh, start your own business while not giving up your day job effectively you know okay i like that so, yeah so it tells you about like you know about i suppose using your income and then it's quite practical and wise so for somebody like me and to come from a numbers point of view it's good in terms of like right you need to earn x amount and you need to set aside x amount per week or per month obviously if you're going to fund this okay and you know it talks about obviously not not trying to detract from your working job that you have to then set aside time in your day or your evening or your weekends to devote to your new potential business as it were. But then that obviously didn't happen because then I got pregnant and then uh, I just put all of that aside. I didn't even, I didn't, I was still taking photos, but I was not entertaining the idea of, of yeah. going out on my own yet. Um, there's another great book actually. Um, it was called the element, which is about finding your passion uh, I think it's uh, it's a by it's actually one it's it's it'd be kind of like a a very well known book by a guy called Ken Robinson and it it for people who maybe might not realize what their passion is I suppose I probably always knew that okay. my passion was photography and yeah. even when I read it um, the photography still jumps out as as being that or maybe people I suppose as well like um, I just like being around like being around people okay. uh, but um, for people who might not have tapped into their, what their gift is or what their passion is, that it's a okay. good book to kind of good, help you yeah. unfold what, um, what that might be, you know? Um, and then a book that I think um, I've had for years and then I just love dipping in and out of is Brene Brown's Daring Greatly, which oh, is brilliant. just a yeah. great book. And it kind of does help. It does, you know, yeah. give you kind of courage. Sometimes you read it and you're like, yes, I'm <laughs> And you can just open it on any page and that page will mean something to you that day. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of, they're kind of the books that, uh, I like that kind of reading though. I like that kind of psychology and, um, you know, I'd have say like, if I see a guest on Oprah or something like that, I'm obsessed with Oprah, uh, super soul Sundays on the podcast at all as well. So I would, um, if I see, if I, if I, if I liked, uh, a conversation or whatever, I, I would probably end up buying buying a, a book like that. From, okay, from, from, okay. Yeah, so that's how I would kind of buy buy stuff. So, yeah. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah. No, no, that's absolutely fantastic. And yeah. like, do you now, like, or have you ever written down your goals? You mentioned before that, um, you know, you were taking photographs, but you never had a vision. Whereas after going to yeah. BO, it sort of became more of a realistic vision. Do you now write yeah. your goals down or, or how do you sort of work out from here going yeah, forward? Yeah, so I do, um, I, 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 it's something I've done, say, since last year in particular, um, wrote, wrote down the goals and right. actually um, some of them have actually transpired since because one of them was obviously to, to have a, a website 
uh, photography website. Great. So I've just la- launched that last week. Uh, so it's it's there. <laughs> and it's delighted. fab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it does help because uh, in the beginning, I suppose I didn't know what kind of photography I wanted to um, become a niche. I suppose because you can't do everything, or you just be known for nothing in particular. Do you know? Okay. So um, I knew. I suppose I did this exercise where. It was, I was trying to kind of narrow down what I wanted to be. And there was an exercise, it was like, what am I not? So I knew yeah, very clearly it. what I wasn't. Yeah, so I was not a fashion photographer, um, a commercial kind of in the sense of, of buildings and things like that, or yeah. food or landscape, really. It was more the people, but, but in a way of showcasing their personality, like I, d- I am starting to do some branding photography, which I'm kind of, I'm liking the idea of tying in with, my business background but I like I don't really like kind of a standard just headshot which doesn't let me see someone's personality I want to showcase you know people let people see the person behind the business and actually um I suppose fantastic let their personality shine through so that yes that was able to I suppose I was able to then fine-tune then write so I want to do maybe family newborn maybe and then weddings was a goal and I did actually write down to shoot a wedding in 2019 at the start of the year at the start of my business to have shot one wedding yeah and I actually shot two. Oh wow <laughs> brilliant yeah yeah that is so, so good um, yeah. yeah so um, but it is it is it, 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 goal setting is, is really powerful I think because when you put it on paper it's there and it you kind of you're kind of able to channel it or, or focus Absolutely. on it. Absolutely, and you're committed to yeah. it. It's written once you've it written totally. down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And um, could I ask you, Siobhan, do you know in yourself what makes you happy? Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to me all, you know, light, happily, happy and bobbly. Yeah. And I suppose it's well, just... Well, uh, to be honest, I'm always... Ha- like, I am generally a very, like... Ha- chilled kind of relaxed person anyway so it's um uh but yeah I sp- like I suppose Liam obviously my my little boy is is uh has brought me more happiness now than than I ever could have imagined you know um and sp- it's just simple things like being around friends and family and I suppose now even more so you just realize that that's that's the important stuff especially with COVID-19 yeah absolutely now, you know? it's, um, yeah it's it's just sitting around a table having a chat with your friends uh, I miss, you know, having the, the coffee yes. and a chat that those yes. the simple things make me happy. And I love actually, um, I suppose on a work front, then the, uh, getting the feedback from clients after they see their images and they're, you know, they're really happy like that. That brings me great joy to know that they, you know, they're, those photos are going to go on their walls and, um, Absolutely. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, just simple, just simple, uh, simple things really. Yeah. yeah back to yeah. basics. So oh, true. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and for our listeners then, Siobhan, yeah. um, I'd love to, you know, pick your brain and see, like, would you have mm-hmm. three pieces of advice for, I mean, I come across so many people in similar situations who, you know, they've been years in their job or their career, yeah. they feel burnt out, they don't know what to do next or how to do it. I suppose the fear definitely holds them back quite oh, a lot. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to, from your point of view, maybe pick sort of three pieces of advice that you felt were invaluable to you 
and that yeah, our listeners okay. could maybe yeah, you know uh, learn from and take with yeah. them. Yeah, well, I suppose as you as you touched on there, the fear, and I think. I think that's the biggest thing that holds anyone back really. Um, And maybe, maybe it might might not be like, for me, it was mostly the fear of the mortgage and the, and the bills. Mm. But for some people it might be for fear of what other people might think or fear of failing, you know, things like that. And so I suppose really it's to kind of, you know, think about, obviously the fear is real and and i i would say maybe to kind of to to give that a bit of space to kind of sit with it but then ask yourself if you didn't have that fear what would you do you know and and then you know i think when people when people take that away then they're like wow like i really i wouldn't stay here or i would do this or i would i would travel or i would i would open my own marketing firm or you know that, that there's something in there that they, and they yeah. know it if, yeah. if they're asked the question you know um and i suppose then maybe stemming from that then again it's maybe as a, as i touched on earlier is probably uh, allowing other people's opinions of what you should do to kind of cloud your own judgment and yeah. you know it's it's um that, that kind of that quote of like what people think about me is none of my business. It really isn't, you know, because yeah, I love it. Um, you know, people might talk you out of it or, 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 or keep, try to keep you in the job for many different reasons. None of which are about you. It's that's their issues or their insecurities or maybe their fears or their jealousy or, or whatever else. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, they're not going to pay your bills. <laughs> so yeah. they don't need to, you know, make the decision for they you. They don't have so, to worry for um, you. Yeah. You yeah, can worry for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that would be, I know that they're probably maybe a bit intertwined, but, um, that would be the second thing. And maybe the third thing then I would say, um, I would say maybe to, um, maybe not worry about say the, the end goal or like the, the result, but about just getting going on the journey, you know, as for, I suppose when people start a business, they're already worrying about, is it going to fail? Am I going to make any money? But I suppose it doesn't matter at the beginning. I know it does because, you know, people will say you need to pay the bills, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, um, it's not, the, it's not the worst thing in the world if, if it fails because it will have taught you so much yes, at the same time, yeah, you know, yeah. as for you will have learned so much that your second business um, will be even more successful or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, uh, I love using quotes, by the way. So I was getting the Winston Churchill one comes to mind that uh, success is not final and failure is, failure is not fatal. You I know, it's the, yeah. the courage so, to continue that counts. And that's basically it. It's about the it's about getting started on the journey. I mean, my business is only really taking off. I mean, yes, like if you look on the website, there's, there's a nice um, portfolio of work there, but it's been slow and and steady. Like it's, I'm certainly, I'm certainly not making as much money as I did in my previous job, you know, but my life is richer in so many other ways. Oh, Sean, uh, that's fantastic. (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm doing what yeah. I love. I'm home more with my, with my son and I just have a nice work-life balance now, which I didn't have before. And, you know, I just, it's, yeah, it's, I'm richer in so many other ways now. And I mean, that, that might be hard for people to understand, um, you know, to give up like a big salary for, but it really doesn't, it doesn't bring you joy, you know? Yeah. And so I think everyone um, is looking after looking for, a way 
that they can live life and be happy. So yeah. you're so right. You know, I mean, if you're yeah. richer now than yeah. you were in yourself. Um, and that's what yeah. everybody wants to do is be happy. Um, be happy. Yeah. 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 So like. And do I'm, what makes your soul, do what makes your soul happy. You know, exactly. Feed your soul, Feed you know? And so, um, and then that, that I think, you know, um, I know that there's, there's somebody said before, like, you know, if you do, if you, if you do that, the money will follow in some shape or form, you know, yep. albeit like you may decide to leave a corporate job, start your own business and then go, actually, this isn't going to make money for some time. I'm going to get a part-time job to supplement this, okay. which is no harm. Good but advice. you may not, you know, you, 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 you could still make the start by leaving the job that you're, you're spending 12 hours a day and dreading, you know, Sunday Brilliant. nights come around. I know that dread of yeah. that Sunday night going, Oh my God, it's Monday again. You know, as for now, I don't feel that way. Now I'm like, what, what day is it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you know, it leads me really on, nicely onto the last question I want to ask. And you pretty much answered it there. And I, I wanted to ask you, like, are you living life on your own terms now? Um, like not just in your career, but in all aspects of your life? Uh, yeah, I would say I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that phrase on your, on your terms. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely am. I mean, I dictate my hours. I can say yes or no to work and, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a lovely, it's a lovely mix. It's a lovely That's mix brilliant. and uh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And, you know, even just listening to you and seeing sort of the smile in your face, yeah. it's, it just really proves to me that you are just living your life on your terms. Um, yeah. I really want to thank you so much, Siobhan. It means a lot oh, to me welcome. for you to come yeah. on here. Um, obviously, you mentioned you have your new website done, so we will put a link and all of that onto the great. podcast. Thank you very much. That'd be great. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I'll also just put up those three bits of uh, advice that you've given our listeners oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, those books and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as I said, thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll be in touch again. And um, Yeah, that's great, really, Anne-Marie. Thank really you so much for having me as your first guest. It's a privilege. You know? No worries. And, and I'm yeah. sure I'll talk to you again in a few years' time. No doubt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks very much, Anne-Marie. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you take away some positive steps from it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe for free and tell your friends. If there is anyone's story that you would love to hear, please message me and I'll do my best to interview them. Thanks for listening and for living life on your own terms.